Good afternoon. Welcome to Emmet Audio, episode 107. <clears throat> I'm going to take a little bit of a twist here uh, because I have a lot of topics that people have told me they want to hear about when it comes to spoon carving. So I think from for the next couple of weeks at least, because I have a lot of topics to cover, I'm going to uh, alternate more spoon carving related topics with more uh, business related topics. Um, and so there'll be a bit of both, which is actually great because I think um, it will bring a range of value to people. Uh, so here we go. I'm just going to work my way down the list. Of, and this is strictly just in the order that people, uh, the order that I wrote them down from where people told me they wanted to, to find these things out. So the thing I want to talk today about is bowl thickness on wooden spoons. Now, when you carve a wooden spoon, the thing that, to my mind, sets a really great wooden spoon apart from a uh, an average wooden spoon is getting the thickness exactly right. Now, that does not mean as thin as possible, um, although in some instances that is true. What it means is exactly right for the size and shape of what you're carving and exactly right for um, the, the purpose that it is going to be used for. So something that is going to be used more aggressively obviously needs to be thicker um, and something that is going to be used more delicately can be thinner. For me, this translates into probably the thickest thing that I make is my cooking spatula, which has a nice stout handle, fairly thick bowl, and fairly thick rim. And rim thickness is gonna be a whole separate thing. So right now I'm just talking about the, the thickness of the, of the spoon, like when you pinch it between your fingers with your thumb in the bowl of the spoon and your finger on the back of the spoon, how thick is that? Now it's important to note that the thickness is not uniform all the way around. When I was starting out carving, I used to try and achieve this, like perfect, even thickness all the way around like you would a metal spoon. And that is actually a mistake because um, A, it's very difficult to do, and B, you're going to be tempted to go way thinner than you should, and it's going to end up being not strong enough. Um, or you're going to be scared to go as thin as you can in some instances, and it's going to end up feeling too thick. So the way to get it that right feeling of delicacy is to allow it to taper. Now you can have it taper one of two ways. If you have the rim fairly thick, then you can make the middle fairly thin. And that's what I did when I started out. I would leave the rim on the thicker end and then I'd try and make the middle very thin and delicate. And that turned out to be a mistake because then you're much more prone to carving right through the bottom of the spoon when you're carving the bowl, um, trying to chase out mistakes. And you're left with this thick, clunky rim that doesn't feel particularly good in your mouth if it's an eating spoon. Um, and if it's, a, if it's a cooking spoon, then having a thicker rim is good, uh, but you still don't want to make the center of the bowl as thin as you possibly can because there's just no point. You want the right amount of thickness. With eating spoons, what I found, and this is actually true of eating spoons and 
of many of my other forms, cooking spoons, scoops, all of those things. What I found to be much more effective is to leave the center of the bowl the thickest and have it taper evenly in all directions out towards the rim. And that way you end up with that nice delicacy at the rim, but you've left not a huge amount of difference, but you've left more weight and material and strength at the center of the bowl and it's radiating out and it helps strengthen the entire thing um, with, a, with a surprisingly little amount of material. Now, how much material is the right amount of material is a whole difficult question. And my general rule of thumb is as you get better, you will naturally start going thinner and thinner. Don't ruin a spoon trying to get it thinner. But over time, as you carve, push yourself to be more refined, more delicate. That doesn't always mean thinner. It doesn't mean a thinner handle all the time. Sometimes it means a thicker handle. But getting just the right amount of thickness should be the goal. And generally, I know that I am there when I am feeling it. And it something happens when you hit the right thickness. And this I mean the right thickness for that shape. So it doesn't happen at like a certain number of millimeters for every spoon. It depends on the shape and the size and the the feel of it, when you get the right thickness, it you can tell. I d described it in the past as it feeling like it comes alive. It's not a great way of describing it because what does that mean? But that's kind of the best I can come up with is that when you hit that right degree of thickness, you know it. The spoon feels just right. And then you have to be good about stopping and walking away from any imperfections that are there. Because when it's just right, that feeling of it being just right is worth more than getting a perfect finished surface. By all means, try and get a perfect finished surface if you can. But don't ruin a spoon by pushing it past that feeling of just right in search of something that's only skin deep. Instead, pay attention to what the overall form is telling you. Now, how I actually achieve that right thickness is that I get the outside of the bowl roughly where I want it, and then I get the inside of the bowl exactly the way I want it. If it's an eater, that means I'm putting it in my mouth to see how it feels against the top lip as I pull it out of my mouth and get it just right, ignoring how it feels on the bottom. And then once I get the top and the inside of the bowl exactly how I want it, then I finish up the bottom. That gives me those extra couple millimeters of extra material so that if I make a mistake, if I need to make it just a shade deeper than I uh, thought I was going to, I have the material to work with still on the outside that will let me do it. And then on the outside, I go and I, and I work with as sort of long shaving cuts using my fingers as calipers and I work it down until I get that perfect thickness tapering out to the edges. I hope this helps. Tomorrow it's going to be more business related and then the day after that I'm going to go back to more spoon topics. If you have a spoon topic that you would like me to cover, feel free to reach out on Instagram, email, any other way you can think of, carrier pigeon, and let me know. I welcome them.